people and welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. So grateful to be back. And man, I just want to say happy Tuesday to all of you. Okay. And I just hope that for well, I guess you could say right now that this energy or this energy or this week is giving you that energy, that readiness, that willingness, that joy. Right. And I hope that you live your truth and you stay strong. And today that's what we're going to be discussing. Your personal truth. And I love the concept and the phrasing, like how do you tune into your truth? I remember uh, this lady, she, I used to call her a friend, but then she ended up just being a complete asshole. It was crazy over like the last five months I had known her, like her energy totally shifted. And I remember her saying, she's like, uh, you know, you could have your truth, but you don't have to be an asshole. I don't know what she, and who she was referring to. This is like at the end of 2019. By the time COVID came around, she ended up being just a very ignorant and rude individual, and I blocked the fuck out of her. But nonetheless, I remember her saying that. And we have to differentiate between asshole and truth, regardless of what that clown was saying. You know, I love the idea of how we have to dial into our, I guess you could say our attention, our focus, the behaviors, and dial that into the best of who we are. Learn to lock into the moment, to be fully in the moment to lock into that creativity. See, I can tell you right now that the world rattles us, absolutely, okay? But we have to find our own frequency amidst the chaos, fall back into what resonates with us, who we are and what we're meant to be. If every week you look at your calendar and in all those boxes and you're trying to align yourself and tune yourself into those tasks, but you're out of sync, you're gonna end up having a miserable life. If you're looking at all the tasks that you're doing throughout that week and you're like, oh, my God, you're going to have a miserable life. Isn't it true that we get pulled into everyone else's agendas? There's a number of different times that this happens on a number of occasions. And sometimes, you know, uh, I'm very grateful because a lot of the classes are ending uh, that I actually teach at out here in Thailand. And to be honest with you, like I said, Thai students are the most difficult students because you cannot inspire people who do not want to get better at life in general. And this happens primarily in a lot at companies too. And so it's very difficult from that perspective, like, oh my God, okay, they're showing up and they're not saying anything. They're not doing this. They're falling asleep. And I'm like, damn, what do I have to do to entertain you motherfuckers? How about you figure out what your why is? And that's the truth, right? And to be honest with you, we end up having this narrative, this constructive narrative about who we are, too. Both you and I have stories that we believe to be true, but everything could be argued against. I could tell you who I am. I was born on this date this year, and people say, I don't believe it. I'm going to contest it. It's kind of like the stupidity of what America is, right? Uh, former President Barack Obama, you know, they used to say, oh, he wasn't born here. Barack Obama, he's he's Arab, or this, that, the most ignorant, nastiest Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm just like, how could you guys just be so blatant racist because the guy's name is Barack Obama. And then now you're labeling him as a as a massive group of the world and making it look like he's really bad. I just I'm just shocked by it all. Questioning the candidate. This is the doubt. And you guys probably know this from a personal perspective. Has anyone ever doubted who you are? When I started telling myself, yes, I am the best IELTS teacher here at that previous job, a lot of people started doubting. Remember, I told you the infamous stu stupid among stupid comments. I don't think you're as good as you say you are. Everyone doubted me there. 
And now my, if you look at my career, especially from 2001 in the rut, building myself up online to 2002, get massive referrals and quite a few students. And then the crazy ass coming out party that happened last year, but still a little bit unfulfilled. But now seeing that I, my March schedule is already booked. This all came from what people believe me to be and saying, hold on, man, get the fuck out of my face. I get results and I do not live for anyone else. You guys already know what I've, you know, what I've said myself to be. I'm not out to prove anyone because I'm just going to end up living a miserable life. Am I going back to that shitty ass job and saying, yeah, I've done this. Am I going back to those sorry ass people that I used to work for back in 2020, those two bitches and say, yeah, look at me now. Hell motherfucking no. I already knew who I was. I know what my truth is. I don't need you to look at me and say, oh, you're black. You probably don't know much good grammar. Yeah, we can't hire you. I don't need that bullshit, nor do I need to show you motherfuckers a goddamn thing. See, some people make an argument to us so out of tune, sync of who we believed ourselves to be. They said something about us that wasn't true. And they argued. Well, in their mind, they actually have that constructive narrative about you. They have an argument in their mind about what is true. And in fact, you have that same thing. There's the truth of who you are, the relationships you have, how you live your life, why you were here, what you're meant to be, what will happen to you after you die. There are all, there are lots of truths. We believe solid, but there are also all constructive narratives that's the funny thing about truth our truth is being constructed at all times the information we take in what we read who we're around this influences us in terms of what we believe to be true right i told you guys before back in 2001 america and what the media and what we fed ourselves on a consistent basis ended up constructing a narrative that all muslims were bad based on one quote-unquote guy or terrorist leader, whatever you want to call him, that there was really never like supreme evidence in terms of his existence. Just a couple of videos. And then when he died, there was just a really weird photo. And then that was the end. Kind of weird, huh? We constructed a narrative about an entire population of more than 1 billion deeming everyone to be bad. It happened in America just about two years ago when they ended up saying, okay, we're going to have this new golf tournament called Live. All these golfers, Phil Mickelson, started going over there and then all these white reporters were saying, oh, what? why would you even support a place like that? They're run by the Saudis and they did 9-11. You don't respect 9-11. See, we've constructed these narratives that one person associated with funding a terrorist organization and that entire population of Saudi Arabia is bad because of what happened on 9-11. See, these are narratives that we construct ourselves. These are truths that we hold true to heart, you know? And to be honest with you, we end up being, this is exactly how we end up priming ourselves. So this is why we have to consistently reflect and collaborate our truths in lives. See, what you believe to be true at 50 may not be true right now at 30. I thought it was true that I was black for years because that's what I've been primed this is what I've been, this is the narrative that United States and everything that I lived constructed within my very own mind. Remember, in Australia, I almost got fired for referring to myself as black. Dennis turned off his drill, looked at me, said, what did you say? I said, oh, I'm black. He said, you're not black, you're brown. What's your heritage? 
This is the narrative that was constructed within me. This is all I believe myself to be. White, high in the sky, black, low at the bottom. This is what America is. And this is how these people have constructed narratives, whether they are comedians and the top people in this and that, black, white, black, white, black, white. Those are narratives. And that's the American vitriol of it all. And that's the hate that you see. And that's the victimhood. And this is how African-Americans were always victims and victims and victims because we consistently believe and construct the narrative that we're black and we will forever be at the bottom. Rather than saying, I'm American, I'm going to believe whatever I believe myself to be. And then, boom, we start bashing off those chains and those shackles of what the fuck people believe us to be. Some people impose our truths. Okay, or some people impose their truths on our unexplored minds. That's it. I remember that teacher back in 2013, before I came out here to Thailand, she was like, hey, okay, but just to let you know, there is some racism here. And I'm like, what? And I was like, I had an unexplored mind at that time because I'm like, there's no such thing as that. You fucking kidding me? I'm from America. This is racism. Okay, but when I came here, what people believe me to be a drug dealer, a scammer, a black, a dirty, a low class, a pimp, that ended up being imposed on me. And I constructed that narrative in terms of who I am. That's exactly what I mean by the construction of our narratives. And so if you feel like there's something off, maybe energy or attention span, you feel like you're off balance in your life or it's your way out of line and you're not getting any se uh, sense of satisfaction, uh, what is it, enjoyment, engagement, enthusiasm with your obsessions. Just like my job in 2017, I was showing up every day, had these bitch-ass teenagers, and they would come in with that weak-ass energy. And I'm just like, oh, this sucks. This really sucks. And so it's not in tune with my natural frequency being here and teaching these people, you know? Any given person has natural preferences, passions, and authentic style. You have preferences related to your thoughts, needs, and desires, just like things you like. There are just certain people in your life, your actions, and what you do around them is totally different from what you do with everyone else, right? That's exactly what happens. Like The actions and what you do around them is totally different from other people. There's a natural essence of who you are, and that unique spirit comes out. But it's also different from one person to another. We might all have that connection to oneness in the universe and God and spirit, whatever you want to call it. But there's also individuality. Both you and I are weird as fuck. Your preferences for the style of music and food, that's your personal authentic journey style. Your truth about life is what you should feel and be lived on a consistent basis. Many people are adventurous than others. They prefer risk. They prefer adventure. Right. And that's why so many people die. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, someone jumped off the building with that parachute. And there it is. There, just recently in Thailand, some white British guy, young guy jumped off a, a condominium. Now that's already illegal, but he jumped off and he couldn't get his parachute out. And he's dead. So some people are just adventurous. Comes with consequences too. Right. When something feels off, like living your natural uh, preferences, you don't know what's going on. You don't, you know, are you living your truth, doing what you prefer? Are you living uniquely? And to be honest with you, that is something you got to listen to. 
And maybe it's the sound of impending growth, not impending doom, but growth. What's happening is when you found the best of who you are, that authentic alignment, the preferences, the values, the purpose, guess what? In tune with that, living there in that certain rhythm, you end up experiencing a higher frequency. Now, again, randomness will attack and you're required to tune into a new level of experience. You have to level up. You have to go to that new level of frequency, your natural frequency, maybe, right? And again, when these things happen, and then that mundane boredom happens and you start saying, oh, I'm no longer efficient. That's impending growth. You got to take it up to another level. You got to take it up to another. Oh, man, I don't know about this. I don't know about that. This is when people start seeking out more challenges and saying, I want to live a little bit more. I want to do a little bit something that is going to allow me to grow. That is what personal development is. Are you living in alignment with values? Do you believe them to be a purpose? Something meaningful to pursue. And so these are the little things every week. I need to recalibrate myself, my habits, my choices, efforts, attitude, relationships, purpose this week so I can figure out the future I am trying to build. This is exactly what is needed. Reflection and recalibration. So with that being said, stay tuned for more over and out.